So hello and welcome to You Are My Borough. We are halfway through the playoff semi-final. Borough obviously went to Coventry at the weekend, came back with a nil-nil draw, uh, which felt at the time like a pretty decent result. We'll have a chat about where that leaves things and we will obviously look ahead to Wednesday night's deciding game at the Riverside, a sold-out Riverside. Can Borough see off Coventry and make it to Wembley? So I'm joined as ever by my fellow Northern Echo writer, Dom Shaw. Hi, Dom. Hiya, Scott. How are we doing? All right. I'm all right, thank you. I'm all right. And we were both there at the weekend, sitting side by side in the Coventry sunshine. Um, and I think we came away feeling that it was, if not the perfect afternoon, then a, then a pretty good one for Borough all round. Would you, would you kind of 24 hours on agree with that? Yeah, I was going to say the same to you, Matt. My... My instinctive feeling at the time was that the, that the result and the draw undoubtedly favoured Borough. And 24 hours on, as, as we record on Monday night, I, st I still feel that's the way. Um, are you the same? I, I mean, yeah. I, I know I know Borough have to go out and win on, on Wednesday, but I know we're going to talk about this at length. Borough score goals at home. The chances are Coventry are going to have to come and and score at home. Uh, sorry, and score at the Riverside. Um Otherwise, the best hope's taking it to the taking it to penalties, but keeping Borough out for 120 minutes at the Riverside's a big ask, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I I went into the game at the weekend thinking that a draw would be a more than acceptable result for Borough, and I and I didn't really feel anything to make me change the mind. And if anything, I think it was an even better draw in that it proved that Borough can completely neutralise Coventry's attacking threats. Uh, well, attacking threat, really, because let's be honest, pretty much everything they do goes through Jokeres. Um, And I just thought that McNair and Lenehan did so well against him that that's the blueprint for the game at the Riverside. And if, and if Borough can, can just be that little bit more clinical and threatening in the final third, which, as you've alluded to, they nearly always are at home, then I think you have to make them strong favourites for that game because I think that, I think that like you say... There's every chance that Borough score on Wednesday and they now know that they can shut off the supply line to pretty much the only threat that Coventry have got. So, um, you know, I, I came away from that game thinking, yeah, that's that set Borough up really nicely for the second leg. That that I was that that point there was the exact point I was going to make. They're, they're the two big factors that make Borough favourites. They, they know now that they can do a job on Jokeres. Now, Keeping keeping Jokeres quiet for 180 minutes is mm. is a big ask, and, and it does feel like McNair and Lenahan won't be able to switch off for a second. Um, but they know they know they can do it now. And and I was reading a piece today, funnily enough, from, from that end um, from the commentary end, saying that this is a big mental test really for for Jokeres now, mm. uh, coming up against two defenders who who've done a brilliant job of shackling him. He didn't get a kick, did he? I mean, they didn't no. they didn't have a shot on target. He didn't get a kick. Um, and the same can be said for those around him. You know, I made the point last week that I thought Hamer was the best player on the pitch at the Riverside. He was very quiet. Yeah. Um, and then the other factor, as you allude to there, is the fact that Borough are so strong at home, score every time they play at home. Now, I, I know that, you know, weird things happen in one-off games and this is a final in, in essence and all, and all that. But, um, you know, if Coventry come... And and keep Borough out at the Riverside, then fair play to them. You know yeah. they've done they've done some job. Um, 
I just think it's set up for, for Bullet to have too much and to overpower them, really, on, on, on the night when there'll be a, a big atmosphere. Um, yeah, and, 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 and I fancy Borough. You've obviously been down this afternoon. Michael Carrick's just done his uh, pre-match stuff this afternoon. We obviously spoke to him after the game uh, on Sunday, but then he, he's done a kind of more detailed chat today. I mean, before we get on to kind of injuries and team news and stuff like that, what do you think the general mood within the Borough camp is? I mean, you know, they're not a lot that give a lot away at the best of times, but do you think that Carrick and his players will have been pretty satisfied coming away at the weekend? Because I get the sense that they will have been. Yeah, I think satisfied with with a feeling of it could have been better because if yeah. either team deserved to win that game on Sunday, it was undoubtedly Borough, wasn't it? They had the yeah. they had the better of the first that half. First half hour, you know, the, obviously the Akpom one that hits the bar, the Jones one that that is a slide rule offside, um, you know, a couple of other missing and around. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, the, the the shot at the near post. I mean, you know, they're the chances of the game, aren't they? Akpom's header at the start of the second half, but really. What Borough did in that first half hour was really it. And then and then probably for the, the last half hour, it felt like both sides probably were settling for what they had. Um, but you're right. I mean, if, you know, if, if one of those teams probably felt they could have come away with something even a little bit more, it's Borough. It's funny because the second half on Sunday was similar to the second half at the Riverside yeah. the week earlier, where kind of it got to the stage where both teams felt as though, right, I'm, I'm kind of satisfied with my lot now. Although... I think going into that last half an hour on Sunday's game, just gone, the, the, the Coventry were, were definitely under more pressure. The onus was on Coventry as the home team to to try and force the breakthrough. Um, so, so I do think there will be that feeling of, of, of perhaps it could have been better while while being, like you said, really satisfied with, with a good afternoon's work, really. And I think regardless of, you know, if we go back weeks and weeks, long before we knew who were Borough, who Borough were going to be playing. If you'd have said to them that um given given the, the the way they've played at home and the record at home, you're going to get a draw away from home and come back nil-nil, clean slate against the team in, in, in what's effectively now a one-off tie, I think they'd have taken that, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, I think we said it. Did we say it in the pub beforehand, before the game? But it's a bit... It, it, Sunday's game, to a certain extent to me, felt a little bit like the classic first round of the Open Golf, where you can't win it, but you can you can do a lot to make yourself lose it. And Borough didn't do that, and now they've got the opportunity to win it on home soil, in front of it, like, as, you, as we say, a sold-out Riverside. It's going to be a great atmosphere against a side who they now know they can neuter on their home ground, so they can certainly do it kind of away from home. I mean... We'll get on to, the, to Borough's injuries and, and how oh. Borough are going to do it in a minute. But, I mean, can Coventry do anything different? Because I, I look at them and the way they're set up, and I'm not really sure that they can. I think, you know, so much of what they do goes through Jokerez that, that it's hard to see how they can pull a rabbit out of a hat, really, and, and do something different. I, I think there is a reliance on, you know, we, we were talking about it in the game yesterday, weren't we? He scored 21 and, and created a further 11 of their 58 league goals, yeah. was it? Um which says everything, doesn't it, really? That that said, I, I don't think it's a bad tactic to have, to be relying on a player yeah, well. with Jokerez's quality. And, it, and there's almost that element of, if if you can keep him quiet for 180 minutes, then you probably deserve to beat us. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I do think there's a there's an element of that. Um, funnily enough, I, was, I, was, I spoke to Paddy McNair after the game yesterday, with his cracked tooth from the Jokerez. Yes. Incident. 
Did you see yeah. Ryan McGee's um, Insta, Insta post about that afterwards? That's what I've the, seen one comparing him to Jim Carrey. Have you seen yeah, that? That's, that's is it. that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and McNair was saying, I still about the kind of dynamic of playing a team, the same team three times in quick succession and, and you know, what preparation do you do? And and he talked about the, the minor tweaks that they'd made from last Monday's game to Sunday's game. And he said, we'll, we'll do the same on Wednesday. But then he yeah. made the point that they'll they'll be doing exactly the same. The same yeah. um, you know, they'll they'll be looking at McNair and Lenahan and I guess not clutching at straws, but trying to identify any potential, you know, was yeah, is there any glimmer of, glimmer of light for them? Yes, to um and I mean just just on McNair, that was a pretty timely performance with Dale Fry coming back on yeah. the bench, wasn't it? I, yeah. It was certainly his best display under Carrick, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it was his best performance of the season. Ar arguably Lenehan's as well, but but yeah. certainly McNair. Um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, the, the number of blocks he made, his positioning, the fact that he just didn't let Jokeres get the wrong side of him at any stage. Yeah, I, I thought it was a really, really good central defensive display. Because we I made felt... Like match, I, didn't we? Yeah, and I'd seen a few made the point that, that a few fans had felt the commentary had maybe targeted... McNair and Smith in the first game on yeah. last Monday's game. Um, well, it, if if that was the ploy, that I think they're going to have to come up with a plan B now, aren't they? Because because it mm. certainly didn't work on 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 Sunday. No. And so what about what about Borough then? What where are we at as <laughs> ever? Injuries, team section. I mean, so obviously Force and Fry came back at the weekend. Force came on last twenty minutes or so. Um, we'll talk about. The, the kind of force versus Jones selection battle in a second. Fry, there on the bench, but you would imagine, given the way, as we've just said, that McNair and Lenahan were probably Borough's best players, un unless there's an injury issue there that we don't know about, that we don't think there is, you would imagine Fry will be on the bench again. So it's the classic, you know, we're back to Ramsey and Housen. Where, where are we with those? Do we, do we do I suspect Michael Carrick, you know, just gave you chapter and verse... Gave a very almost pulled out the medical notes and said, "There you go, that's what's going on." Well, we laughed, didn't we, before we started? Because I, I filed a line for for Tuesday's back page, and I said, "I'm I'm pretty sure it's almost word for words the line you did." Now let's be <laughs> honest. What 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 I expected that. What what more can Carrick say? We spoke to him on Sunday yeah. after the game. What he told us about the injury situation then, he wasn't going to tell us any more on Monday. Um, I, I think the only thing that was slightly revealing on 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 Ramsey and Housen is obviously they were both there on Sunday and Carrick explained mm. afterwards that that was because he wanted all of his squad there and, and the togetherness you know they've done it all together we're all as one and and I said to him today that the fact Ramsey was there then given that he's been training with Aston Villa or sorry he's been back with Aston Villa recently does that mean he's now back with Borough training with Borough and and Carrick said was we're still trying to work it between us, which either, I think, my reading of that is either he's fit to, he's fit to feature on Wednesday and Carrick's trying to take uh, Coventry down the wrong path. Yeah. Or more like, or more likely, he's, he, he's still spending the bulk of his time with Villa. I, I guess yeah. that... We're, it's we're it's hard to see he's with him starting, isn't it? It's hard to see either Ramsey or Howard starting yeah, this I mean, game 
No, no, not a chance. I think absolute best to be on the bench, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think, as, as I know we're going to talk about, I think I think you can make a strong case for four starting. Um, yeah, let's get on to that one then, because we... Well, yeah, the best hope on Ramsey and House. And it, the, lo, long story short, no, we don't know anymore. The best yeah. hope would be, the best hope would be one of them being back on the bench on Wednesday. So that then suggests that the only real selection dilemma for Wednesday night then is Force or Jones, really. Um, Jones obviously started the game at the weekend. First 20 minutes or so, I thought he I thought he looked a threat. He looked like the one who was probably going to get in behind. And obviously he did get in behind um that that you know the 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 um the borderline offside decision that gets ruled out. Um as we said, he also has the opportunity where he could probably put it across the goal, but he goes to the near post, it, it's it's turned behind by Wilson. Um, but then I did think that for 20 minutes at the start of the second half, he was either a real kind of bystander out on the flank or every time he got it, the ball seemed to bubble off him and, and it felt like the change was inevitable and sure enough, it happened and Force came on. And if I, I think that if Force is anywhere near fit enough to start, and you would imagine the fact that he's got through 20 minutes on Sunday suggests that he is, I think he'll start on Wednesday. I think he'll be forced back in for Jones. That would be my guess. Yeah, I agree, and and I think that I think that probably benefits Borough in two in two ways. In that I think Force is more consistent. Um, yeah, on on the right side, and and has been a key player, hasn't he, under Carrick? Yeah, but also I think Jones is more effective as an impact sub. Um, yeah, and I think having him, you know, coming on regardless of the score, really, with twenty minutes left against tired legs, whether you, whether you're trying to kind of run the game down and stretch the game, whether you're leading or whether you're trying to maybe find a breakthrough. I think having Jones as, as a sub, as, as, a, as an impact sub, is, is really effective. So I yeah. agree with you. I, I think Force, providing he's fit, providing he's come through unscathed on Sunday, um, I think he'll start. Um, and, then, and then I guess the only other slight decision, and, and I don't think this whatsoever, but Carrick talked in his press conference today about how it's a really tough to he praised Alex Mau up, but then talked about how it's a really tough decision to make in the midfield and um mentioned Dan Barlash and said, you know, so we'll have to see what happens on Wednesday. Given the way Mowat and Hackney performed on, on Sunday, if 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 Housen isn't fit, it'd be a surprise to see Barlesa come in for, for Mowat, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. I mean there's probably an argument that Barlesa is the better footballer of the two and the more likely to create something so I guess in a, game that, in a game that you know your your the onus is on you to go and win it then then maybe there's an argument to be made there but I, I'm with you I, ju- I just think that M- M- Mowat and um, Hackney dovetailed so well on Sunday and they made such a good job of shutting down that Coventry midfield that even if it's a case of okay in the first half you know, we need a foundation. We need to be solid to basically allow our attacking players the, the freedom to, to go and go out and hopefully win it for us. Maybe if it's nil-nil after an hour, you bring on Barlazer to try and unlock a defence and be the one that pops that pass through or whatever. But I think from the start, it'll be. I would be very surprised if it wasn't um, more and Hackney because, you know, not only have they not done anything wrong, but they actually did an awful lot right on Sunday, I thought. Mark Robbins was saying afterwards, wasn't he? And, and you were in there. You were in Mark Robbins' presser, and he was. He said that um, Borough aren't just favourites to advance on Wednesday, but they're favourites to 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 win the playoffs. Mm. Do, do you think he means that? Do you think it's it's maybe a little bit of mind games, or do you think it's probably both? 
I think it's probably both. I think it's probably both. I think that, I mean, the bookmakers made Burra favourites at the start. And I think I think the general view on it is that Burra were the, were the favourite of the four teams to go and win the actual thing. Now, the fact that they've got, you know, a, a more than reasonable result in the first leg only strengthens that that little bit more. I mean, I think I think obviously Mark Robbins is also probably got in the back of his head. Look, you know, that's not a that's not a great result for us. We're still we're still very much in this tie, but we could probably have done with winning this. Let's just start laying the expectations and and you know creating the narrative that if we go up there and get beat, well, okay, it's still been a really good season. We've done this, that, and the other, etc. Um, there's probably a little element of that going on, um, but I think I think there's probably an honesty there as well that. If if for no other reason than Borough are the home side and they've got a very good home record, they are favourites to go through now, aren't they? There's no getting away from that. And so I think, you know, yes, Robbins can come out and say we're still very much in this game, which he did. But I think he'd look a bit silly if he came out and said, well, actually, I think we're favourites now because yeah. we go up there needing to win. Well, yeah, but Borough, as we said, you know, have scored in every home game under Carrick and, and have a really, really good home record. So... Um, yeah, I mean, without getting too far ahead of ourselves, you know, we know there's a game tomorrow night. Then um, by the time Borough play, they'll know if it's uh, if it's the northeast uh, ding dong we've talked about, or if it isn't. So, but I, I think I think as things stand at the minute, Borough are favourites to win both this semi final and the playoffs in my eyes. Yeah, and before we mention um, inevitably that that Luton and Sunderland game. Um, Let's talk about the fireworks. Yes, fireworks. Um, Carrick was asked at his press conference today whether he expects a response from Borough supporters. And, and yeah. you know, he, he kind of obviously didn't engage in kind of tit-for-tat stuff and, and talked about basically all he's bothered about. is. Um, and he wrote it for us, really. He was talking about Borough, Borough fans giving them a spark inside the stadium on, on Wednesday we um, There we go. Um, it's a bit old school, isn't it? The kind of fireworks outside the, uh, it's very, the Italian. It? Da- it's very Italian derby, isn't it? it? That's what it is. Yeah, it feels and 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 there's elements of that kind of creeping into our game, isn't it? Because I was at the um, Everton Newcastle game the other week when their team bus came and and it was just pandemonium outside Goodison Park, flares, singing, banging on the windows, all of this. And that's kind of crept in in certain areas and certain teams. And then, obviously, like you say, this whole disrupt the away team. Yeah, it, it feels very kind of welcome to hell English team going and playing in Istanbul, doesn't it? Now, you know, I, I, listen, the, the problem is with these things that it starts as, you know, a bit of knockabout fun. And eventually you can get to a point where it's getting a bit more serious and a bit more out of hand. And where does it stop? So, you know, I think... I think I think it would be pretty petty if Borough fans decided to go and do exactly the same thing. I think you've got to be a bit better and a bit bigger than that, don't you? But it wouldn't surprise you if there was something now, would it? Because this has obviously been made into something. And you know, yeah, okay, bit of bit of fun for the Coventry fans. To be to be fair to Carrick, he could have made something of that, couldn't he? He could have said, "Look, you know, I'm really not happy with it. Coventry should have done something about it." He didn't. He he basically said, look, it's a load of absolute nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it woke us up. We had a look at the clock. We went back to bed. Um, <laughs> I guess that's, I guess that's. you know, let's see what happens uh, tomorrow night and, and, and in the build-up to Wednesday. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. 
he was saying today that he's not the type to lose sleep before a game. And I mean, you could have guessed just from his general demeanour that that was absolutely the absolute. Yeah, yeah, the line he was going to take. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, Sunderland Luton then. Um, I was at Sunderland on, on Saturday night. Yes. You, you asked the and question. And I've been up him, Tony Mowbray, this afternoon. So, yeah. yeah um, you, you asked the question as we were coming out of commentary on Sunday. Are we now at a stage where a Borough versus Sunderland playoff final is more likely than not? I think I think we're just about there. I think the Borough are favourites to get through, as you know, for all the reasons that we've alluded to. Is is Luton Sunderland a 50-50 game? Or are Sunderland marginal favourites? Because I think they are, because like Borough, I think Sunderland will score. I think Sunderland will score at Kenilworth Road. So that means Luton have to get two to take it to extra time or three to win it. And that's, a you know, even, even with everything that's going for them at home, tight ground, intimidating atmosphere, long balls, Sunderland don't have a fit centre-half, all of that, yeah, fine. But to need to get three goals to win a game is a, you know, it's a big ask anyway. So I'd make Sunderland marginal favourites. Yeah. So I think, I think at the minute, I probably would say that, yeah, a Borough Sunderland final is just ever so slightly more likely than not. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Just with, you know, just, Without going and repeating what you said there, that 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 I think I think Sunderland will score. Um, mm. That more often than not they do, don't they? Um, even yeah. without a centre forward, I, I do think they'll score. Um, I was at that game on Saturday night, and, and Sunderland started well. Then Luton got the goal, and for twenty minutes bullied and imposed themselves. Yeah. And they thought, here we go. Um, but then Ahmad scores his goal, and, and Sunderland were the better team. And 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 that pitch. Felt like it didn't suit Luton's Luton, approach and yeah. style of playing it, and it was maybe an indication of is is this what you'd expect from Luton at the Wembley pitch? It's very yeah. different to Kenilworth Road, isn't to it? Kenilworth Road, absolutely, um, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I know we've been saying it all the way through, but I think you're right. I I think for a whole host of reasons, it Borough would be better off playing Luton in the final. I was just about to say that, but even even taking away the narrative of everything else that would surround a Borough Sunderland game, I think yeah. I think purely on a purely on eleven versus eleven on the football side of things, I think Borough would be better off playing Luton in the final uh, if yeah. we get there. Obviously, um, yeah, I agree. I agree, and it, and it's you know I think it was two months ago. Well, probably not two months ago. A month ago when we were having the discussion, and I was saying. If you if you have to play Luton or Millwall, who were obviously still part of the equation then, you'd rather play them at Wembley than mm. at Kenilworth Road or the Den for all those reasons that you've outlined. That a lot of what makes them so dangerous on their home pitch just would not apply in a game one off game at Wembley. So, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think you know the, the emotional, the narrative, the derby side of it. You don't really want Sunderland, but you're right. Strip all of that away and eleven against eleven. I still think Sunderland are probably a more dangerous side at Wembley than Luton are. Did did um and I would completely understand if not, but did Mowbray say out about Borough then today? Did he mention that? that he, other time? he has been asked about it a couple of times, to be fair. And um I mean it, you know, football managers are football managers, so they will say, Look, I haven't thought about the final at all. I haven't thought about Wembley, I haven't thought about who we might face. We've got you know our biggest game of the season tomorrow night. We need to go and beat Luton. I'm not looking that far ahead. The one thing that he has said on both times, and obviously 
the interesting thing with him is the, is the family dynamic. Um, because one of his lads, I'm pretty sure it's the youngest, is a mad Borough fan. Um, goes to still <laughs> goes, still goes to all the Borough games. Um, now, I think it, Tony Mowbray is basically saying my missus and my eldest ones, they know the score. They know this is my job. They know no. this is my life now. They'll be cheering for Sunderland. But he's like the youngest one. Nah, not a chance. And he even said, he pointed to his phone and he said, about three times a day, I get messages through from him and they're just pictures of Tuber Akpom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brilliant, isn't it? So Tony Mowbray is sat there in his Sunderland team meeting. His phone goes, beep, beep. he looks and says, oh, it's, it's from one of our kids. So I better have a look at this. It's a massive picture of Tuber Akpom. So there we go. There we go. Oh. Yeah, the, the needle started already, and it hasn't even the game's not even happened. It hasn't even been oh, set God. up yet. But um, yeah. yeah, well, funny enough, funny enough, Carrick was asked because earlier in the season, wasn't he? Because Carrick's lad has been uh, in the away end, hasn't he? I know, I know he was at Blackburn. He was he'd mm. been at a fair few others, and um, earlier in the season, Carrick had said that he, he, his his lad was telling him where he's going wrong and what he should be doing. Um, but today he said that no, he's actually left me to it. So, so it seems he's got the approval from his uh, from there. From his, yeah, on what he's on what he's this been is, doing. I mean, there's a narrative we've never obviously that you know they have played Sunderland. And he's been asked about Sunderland, and and we've never really and I, and Michael Carrick because of the way that he is would never really admit this. But the, there is a narrative that kind of gets bandied around that Carrick really doesn't like Sunderland because he was part of that Man United team that didn't win the title on the last day at Sunderland. And obviously all the Sunderland fans started doing the Poznan and cheering when it became obvious that Man United weren't going to win that league title. And the suggestion is that there's still a bit of needle there. And, and obviously there's the Newcastle-Sunderland thing with him as well, isn't there? So, yeah, there's a whole host of narratives flying around if it becomes Borough-Sunderland. But we're not quite there yet. But it feels like we've potentially hurtled towards it. Let's see how the next forty-eight hours, uh, how the next yeah. forty-eight hours play out. Um, so, what's your what's your kind of final feeling then on the way that that Wednesday's going to go? If you had to talk us through the game, what would you think? I think I think um, I think, I, think I can I, I think it'll be a great atmosphere. Um, yeah. I was looking earlier today, funnily enough, and and, and when Borough drew with Huddersfield in what. Um, was the final home game before Michael Carrick took charge? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, I think, it was twenty three and a half thousand there. Um, right. Now, if you right. fast forward, you know what? What is it? Seven, eight months. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously going to be a sellout on Wednesday night. It's a playoff semi final. But if you just think of like the atmosphere and that sense of occasion and the crowds in the in the in the recent home games, it's. Um, it's it's understandably attendances have soared with the side really, haven't they? As, as the table, yeah. on, as the side of up the table. Um, so I think Borough fans will play their part, and and I think Borough will respond and start really well. And as I said at the start, I, I just think um, Borough will overpower them. I, I don't think it'll be hell. I don't think it'll be a repeat of like the the Preston or Norwich hammerings we've oh. seen. Um, but but I just think Borough will overpower them and, and maybe win two 0 what do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. Um, so I, if I, I could see Borough starting really well, like you say, with the crowd on side, taking the lead. Coventry, kind of almost getting a goal from nowhere, 
to set nerves jangling one more <laughs> half time. But then Borough's class coming through in the second half. Prevails. 3-1. So yeah, your, predict your predictions are always far more I'm fun than mine. I predict 3-1 every game pretty much. But I, I can genuinely say, I, I think um, I think Borough will win. I think Borough will win because I think over the course of the night, they'll create more than enough chances to to take in, to score enough goals to put Coventry out of it. It wouldn't surprise me, like you like you alluded to, if just from nowhere, Jokeres scores one. Because I think he is that good. Yeah, um, yeah. And, 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 and I, you know, I think McNair and Lenahan will do another good job against him. But it wouldn't surprise me if kind of from nowhere, at some stage on the night, he scored a goal. But I don't think that that's horrendous for Borough because I think that they are more than good enough to still be able to outscore Coventry, even if that happens. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing, and, and um, talked to this, talked to Carrick about this today. Um, Borough have responded well, haven't they, to in-game setbacks? If you think about them yeah. going beyond at Blackburn, um, there's been various other games, hasn't there, when they've when things maybe haven't gone to plan and, and they've recovered. Um, yeah. And and what struck me in the first twenty minutes of Coventry on Sunday in this crackling atmosphere was just how calm. And confident Borough yeah. were on the ball, and they weren't they weren't brushed out of their approach, and, and I think that bodes well for Wednesday night and and hopefully Wembley. Just this this feeling of kind of it doesn't matter what the occasion or the atmosphere is. Yeah. We play our game, and and and, yeah. and we know that works. Um, yeah. So I think that bodes well as well. Well, let's see. We'll I'm there, as I'm sure most of our viewers will. So. Um, Listen, enjoy. Uh, if you are going along the Riverside, hope it's a fantastic night. Um, we'll obviously be there uh, covering the game, providing all the usual reports, ratings, analysis, uh, reaction, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and then we'll be back at the back end of this week, and it will either be a oh. season review and where did it go wrong, which we really, really don't want to do, or it will be the first of two or three Wembley specials. And if it is going to be Wembley, then we're probably going to maybe do one of these live with viewer questions and everything. And we'll try and get a guest lined up as well, because obviously it'll be a bit special. We've already promised we're going to do one from our Premier Inn slash Travel Lodge slash Hostel, if we can afford one uh, room <laughs> at Wembley. So I'll have to do that. But uh, listen, let's hope that's a problem we've got. Um, enjoy the game. Please like and subscribe um, and leave any comments down below the video uh, or like and subscribe if you're listening to this on a podcast. Um, email, email us or Twitter us any comments, any thoughts. And as I say, we'll be back when we know whether Borough are going to Wembley or not. So um, good luck, have a good week and we'll see you again soon for another You Are My Borough.